0: Hey guys, Scoots here. Thanks for listening to episode number three of the Juco Boys podcast. In episode number three, we were joined by former Wingate University golf team member Tyler Stone. Stoner talks about his experience uh, going down to North Carolina and, and competing for four seasons at the NCAA level. Uh, we talk a little bit about the modern game, kind of his his transition from uh, college golfer now to uh, working professional. So uh, we thank Stoner for coming on. He was a great guest, and we had a lot of fun. Enjoy, Stoner. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Good. How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing good. Thanks. Uh, thanks uh, a lot for coming on, man. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, of course, man. No worries. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I know you've been uh, been pretty busy, you know, with everything going on with work right now. It's a busy yeah. season for you guys, so yeah. um, you know, it means a lot, and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, no worries, man. I'm happy to come on and kind of share some thoughts on. Uh, the experiences that we've had down there so
0: yeah absolutely buddy so um first off uh like you know recently what have you what have you been up to to keep you know you keep yourself busy during covid and stuff like that what's uh what's been uh, on your plate uh besides work and stuff like that okay. and and share a little bit with just you know what's going on with you right now
1: uh not too, not too much man honestly with uh with lockdown and everything right now Um kind of keeping it low-key for the most part um, obviously working, uh, working some long hours right now, uh, with taxis and everything. So, uh, the next couple months mm-hmm. going to be a little bit of a grind. Um, but you know, I've got out to, uh, the golf simulator uh, a couple times this winter, uh, which is oh, yeah. nice. So, uh, trying to keep as much that, rust off. That, that's as not, can.
0: uh, uh, Buddy's basement in, in East city, is it?
1: Uh, oh, Quang. Uh, yeah, actually I was over at Quang's once, um, and I got out to the quarry. Uh, right before lockdown as well.
0: Oh yeah. That's nice.
1: Yeah. So they've, that uh, guy's,
0: that guy's basement setup is actually pretty sweet. Yeah, eh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. He's got, uh, what was he have? Two or three simulators down there. He's got a bunch yeah. of money into it. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And, uh, uh, the Corey put, put three simulators out in their clubhouse as well. Um, and it's, it's okay. really good technology actually. It's, uh, it's very realistic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. That's so pretty it's, cool. It's, it's good. So we, uh, we got out there and we played uh, Banff Springs on the simulator uh, just before lockdown. So nice. that was kind of cool, yeah.
0: Have you had the opportunity, just kind of more well, on that topic, to play out west at all? What that, sorry? I said, have you had, had the opportunity to play out uh, west at all uh, before? Like, have you gone um, out there to golf or anything? So
1: I've only, I've been out there once. Um, it was back in 2010. I played in the Canadian,
0: uh, the Canadian Junior
1: Championship out there. Uh, so that was in Richmond, BC, um, at Richmond Country Club. Um, so I, nice. I uh, unfortunately, I uh, missed the cut in that tournament. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had a couple extra days to kind of do it. I, uh, my dad and I, we were we were free to do a little bit of traveling um, throughout BC for a couple extra days. Um, oh, yeah. So we uh, we ended up playing a course uh, called Predator Ridge. Uh, it's just north of uh richmond bc so that was uh that was quite the experience that was probably that was one of the best golf courses i've ever got to play before so
0: right on but uh, cool. yeah
1: so i've only been out there once um but that's definitely on my uh right near the top of my places to go play golf once uh covid passes
0: get back yeah no doubt the beautiful place out there anyway yeah pretty much in any season eh so
1: yeah it's gorgeous
0: yeah well, so, you know, just kind of while we're on that topic, too. Um, how, old, how old were you when you played in that tournament? Uh,
1: so I would have been 17. Is that right? 17, okay. 17 or 18. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was my last year of junior. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go as well as I probably would have planned it. But, I mean, nonetheless, it was quite the experience. And out west is beautiful. So it was uh, overall it was a good experience. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. So let's talk, uh, you know, just about your junior career kind of as a whole, man. Um, you know, by now, I've, I've seen people listening know that you're a golfer. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's kind of talk about like, you know, the local golf around here where you started. Yeah. Um, you have been a member at Kawartha for a long time, right? And yep. is that so kind of the uh, junior program that you were a part of?
1: Yeah. So I guess taking it back to day one, um, I picked up my first set of clubs uh, when I was three years old. Um, so my, my dad used to be a big golfer uh, himself. So Mm -hmm. I would always see him in the backyard, you know, chipping and kind of taking some swings into a little net that we had in the backyard. Um, so I picked up on it pretty young, like three years old. Um, my grandpa actually cut down a set of his old golf clubs for me. So I had the, uh, that's pretty cool. uh, Yeah. So I, I started at three. Um, and I, I played my, my very early junior days, um, at lift lock in, in Peterborough. Um, so I played Mm -hmm. at lift lock for, uh, five or six years, and then uh, I joined Kortha at the age of ten um, and I've been at Kortha ever since um so yeah this will be uh this will be my eighteenth year which uh that's that makes me sound pretty old but <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah you, you start thinking about it in your in your later twenties and you're just like geez man like yeah. eighteen years ago I was Dude, st- time, still like time flies double digits right <laughs> yeah know? I used to always it's hear, hard to... uh,
1: I used to always hear my parents say oh i haven't you know, I haven't seen this person or done this in 15, 20 years. And now I'm starting yeah. to see the same thing. I ran into somebody I used to go to school with. I'm like, holy, I haven't seen that guy in almost 20 years. And I said that to my yeah, friend the other day. I'm like, crazy, man, man. time flies. We are getting old.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. We're uh, we're kind of on the the bad side of 25 right now, but we're still on the good side yeah. of 30, though. Yeah, right? so...
1: still south of 30, thankfully.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Two more years. Um,
0: yeah, man. But, yeah, so I played uh,
1: – I played, I started playing, uh, competitively, um, probably at the age of like seven or eight. Yeah. Um, so I, I, like the first tournaments I ever played were, uh, the golf channels, drive chip and putt. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that. Um, yeah, that's, so, they,
0: that's what they, they have before the masters right now. Yeah. Too, right? That's, yeah. So that's where the,
1: I never actually made it to like the, the national championship, if you want to call it that for the drive chip and putt, uh, right. back in my day, it wasn't at Augusta. It was, uh, I think it was somewhere down in Florida. So that's that's okay. that's quite the treat for the the young kids these days that get into that. And oh, get to go I'd say, yeah. get to go experience Augusta at such a young age. That's uh, I'm I'm very very jealous of that. So
0: for sure man. Um, well the, like only it's it's a draw to like even get tickets, right? I believe.
1: Yeah, I i honestly I'm not 100% sure how it works. I just know there's some kind of draft lottery um and you have to right. be pretty lucky either that or have some kind of connection through uh, a big corporate sponsor or something like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I uh, played, played some of my earliest competitions in the drive chip and putt. Um, and then just, I kind of, I played a bunch of uh, golf association of Ontario. Um, they kind of hold uh hold provincial tournaments kind of throughout Ontario. Um, and that's kind of the best, the best competition you can get in Ontario as far as junior mm-hmm. tournaments. Um, so I played. Uh, I played in several tours and a bunch of GAO events. Um, and then uh, when I was 18, I ended up going down to Wingate University, um, just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was uh, that was a D2 school. Um, you know, I did my did my time there, finished my four years, um, and now I'm back home uh, working, which obviously isn't quite as fun as playing golf <laughs> down at.
0: Sorry, go ahead there, Stoner. Uh,
1: yeah. So we uh we actually had a very competitive uh golf program at Kortha, um when I was growing up, uh, which was obviously good for development. Uh, you know, because we had there was a couple guys um, a year older than me uh, that ended up going down to play some Division One, and you know, a few guys a couple years younger than me um, who also are down at school uh, playing some golf in the states Division One currently. Um. So yeah, that was that was good for the competitive side of it, so I mean, growing up, for, well, there was always
0: that competitive aspect. You could you could kind of like even in practice, right? Yeah, reaching yeah, for like the friendly you competition kind of
1: and each other's energy. You know what I mean? You, and you kind of push each other. And you know when when your buddy has yeah, a really good round or he's playing really well. I mean, obviously you're happy for him, but at the same time, it kind of drives you and pushes you a little bit to yeah, uh, no to doubt kind of, to kind of buckle down and keep grinding because you don't want to. I mean, with the growing up everyone's i mean obviously i'm a i'm a very competitive guy myself and i don't really like getting beat so uh,
0: yeah you know that, well, that i kinda, feel like golf by me. nature um really needs to like it's like since it is such an individual like you know sport right like yeah. y- you definitely need that experience in competition in tournaments and stuff right i would feel like to you know like you hear about it all the time when, like, you know, they talk about it on, you know, like a golf broadcast, like how they have experience, um, you know, closing a tournament or just yep. being in that position. Like it, it takes it's a completely different animal. Like if you're, yeah, hundred percent. If you're not used to that, right? Like it doesn't matter at what at any level, it, you need to have that experience. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And there's a, there's a very strong mental side um, to golf, especially, you know, if you're on if you're on the back nine of a tournament, and you're kind of you're pushing for the lead or or you're battling back and forth with the guy for the lead, you know, there's a, there's a very strong mental aspect to that um, which also comes into play. Um, So that's, that's kind of something that I've found um, that people maybe don't think enough about or, or draw enough attention to is the mental side of it. Um, I know that was something uh, I actively worked on when I was at school. Um, So I, uh, I kind of, so I took a, a psychology class when I was at school um, and I, my teacher or my prof, he, uh, he had his doctorate in psychology and he kind of had a little bit of a sports background. So I would, I would work with him, you know, maybe once a week, just kind of go over things kind of how I'm thinking mm-hmm. the game, how I'm visualizing things. Um, and, you know, I found that was, that was good for me moving forward. Cause it kind of, it gets your mindset in the right, kind of the right uh, the right path and yeah. you know, it just keeps you kind of focused um you know in the back nine of a tournament or something like that when when you're battling trying to trying to close out a tournament so
0: yeah exactly like like there's so uh like golf tournaments can just have such huge swings of momentum right like you need to be able to kind of like stem the tide and just kind of like remain level if that makes sense yeah i feel like you know i, I can't uh, speak that's, that's to a, it obviously uh, that's,
1: that's a huge thing is staying level you can't get too high when you hit a good shot or make a birdie um and then at the same time you can't get too low you know if you if you hit a bad tee shot and it goes out of bounds or goes into the water or something like that you kind of yeah uh, exactly a, a lot of it is managing your emotions not getting too high not getting too low so it's uh it's it's something that you know you got to work on constantly but I mean that's that's part of the beauty of golf, in my opinion. So,
0: yeah, for sure. Like right now, when you're when you're playing, do you ever kind of catch yourself, um, you know, not manage them as, as well now? Obviously, with um, um, you know, and you not know, being I, as I serious. Find,
1: to be honest, it's a little bit easier for me to manage it now. I think just because I'm okay. a little bit more emotionally mature uh, right. now, like turning 28 this year, versus when I was 20, 21 down at school. Um, so I, I played I played a lot of hockey growing up. Um, And I think that's part of where the competitive side of me comes in. And, you know, if you have a bad shift in hockey and you get a little bit worked up, you know, you can go out and you can hit somebody the next shift pretty hard or whatever, you know, run somebody. And that's a good way to kind of take out a little bit of anger. Whereas in golf, you kind of got to keep it level and you can't get too worked up or or, if you're, if you're going into the next hole after making a bogey or double bogey and you're all pissed off, it's uh, some bad things can happen. So it's, uh, I mean, right now, I'm not playing golf as competitively as I was when I was at school. So at the same time, that makes it a little bit easier kind of by de yeah. managing my emotions. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and like you can't you can't retaliate in, in golf, right? Like you can in hockey, right? Like <laughs> yeah. he, like you said, you, you can't go out and just start banging bodies. And then, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's a recipe You have for to. The only way to retaliate is to just regroup and and yeah, I think and, honestly uh, the, best, you know, the best way put a better to, swing on uh, it next time.
1: To retaliate would just be take a deep breath and just move on.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeez. I uh, I have that issue too, man. But uh, obviously, I'm not nearly as accomplished a golfer as you, but. Yeah, this, I, I uh, you get into it, right? Like you get,
1: oh, hundred percent, you know, yeah.
0: motherfucking yourself a little bit yeah. and then that can, that can ruin your game a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah, but, you, know, if, you know, if you're not
1: very aware of your emotions, it's very, very easy to get into a kind of a downward spiral, getting yourself worked up. Um, so, I mean, that kind of comes, that shows the importance of, you know, being able to manage your emotions. But I mean, that's what, uh, in my opinion, that's what makes the guys on the PGA Tour so good. Is, yeah uh, of course obviously obviously like they're the most skilled players in the world but if you watch them they uh they manage their emotions very very well and they yeah uh, they
0: don't really they don't get flustered too much eh? like if, yeah like you can see it and uh the ones that do don't don't last too long really or or they don't uh really seem to hang around yeah. anyway you know
1: Yeah, agreed so yeah it's uh it's part of the beauty of it though and i think i think that's why a lot of people love it though is it's uh one day you can go out and you can have the best round of your life. And then the very next day you can, you can go out and you can feel like it's your first day playing golf again.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Sonar, let's talk a little more uh, about your uh, playing career then at uh, Wingate. Yep. Um, let's kind of go through, uh, you know, some just your kind of year by year and, and talk about uh, what it was like when you were there, kind of the practice schedule, like, yep. you know.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, my freshman year, um, I was lucky enough to play in every event. Um, so I, uh, I came in. Um, so the year before I came in, the, the golf team was very, very strong. Uh, they were in the top 10 in Division II uh, for most of the season. Um, so coming in, there was maybe not quite as much expectation uh, just because I think they graduated three or four seniors the year before. So it was a fairly young starting lineup the next year. Um, uh, but like I said, I was lucky enough to play um in all the tournaments. So the way the way our schedule typically worked, uh, we would play four events every fall. Um, and then anywhere between seven and nine events um in the spring. Um so my my freshman year, um I I played very, very good. That was uh that was probably my most consistent year, to be completely honest. Um I, I ended up averaging uh 74 uh 74.0 was my average for freshman year. Um right. and I actually ended up winning uh freshman of the year for this, uh the South Atlantic Conference. Um so that that was uh that was pretty cool to experience uh, my freshman year.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um
1: so I I kind of went in, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um in my first college tournament I played was in uh, Sevierville, Tennessee. Um and I I played very very solid and you know, I was just kind of going in, I was pretty nervous, wasn't sure what to expect. Um, and I think I bogeyed for my first five holes starting. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty nervous, but I, anyways, I got it rolling on the back nine a little bit. I ended up shooting, um, even par that first round and then shot one under the second round and ended up coming third. So that was, uh, that was a pretty good confidence, confidence boost for me early on. Um, so I think like, yeah, no going doubt. forward the rest of the year, I was a lot more confident, you know, maybe I can do this and, and do half decent at it. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. You just proved to yourself you could. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. So I think I honestly, mm-hmm. that, that was huge for me early on. Cause I mean, if you don't have confidence in yourself, it's uh, it's, it's pretty hard to have any success in golf um, yeah. with yeah. so much. So you to have to be able to,
0: to commit and uh, know the shot you're going to hit and everything. Yeah, right? You yeah. have to be able to know that yeah, um, I like can, my, I can execute this and...
1: year. I was still really learning how to play golf. I, I just kind of went out there and I, I would swing real hard at it, try and bomb it. Um, but the course management side of it, I was still learning. Um, so, so I think I, I learned quite a bit my freshman year from some of the older guys on the team um, and from my coaches, <coughs> excuse me, uh, from my coach as well. Um, but so a typical, a typical week for us, um, we would practice uh, Monday to Friday every week. Um, so we usually finish up classes around three o'clock, go to the golf course, um a typical day for me would be maybe 2 hours on the range um and then head over to the short game area uh work on some some short game uh some bunkers um and then work on my putting for about an hour, hour and a half. Um and then typically right. we go out and finish off the practice by going out and playing like a little 9 hole kind of match just to kind of keep things competitive and you know work on things you were working on the range. Um, yeah. and then we did a lot of qualifying on the weekends, um, for tournaments. So the the way it works, um, in golf, we had, uh, anywhere between 10 and 13 guys on our golf team on any, any given year, um, and five traveled to each tournament. Um, so, so the, the qualifying was pretty competitive actually. I mean, well, obviously when you have 13 guys shooting for five spots, it gets pretty competitive, but, uh. Yeah, course. so we we did a lot of qualifying on the weekends, um, and then mostly just practice, and maybe a few nine holes um, during the week. Um,
0: yeah, and- that's a that's a pretty uh, like a, that's a big uh, like bottleneck though, eh? Like I didn't realize it was that uh, like that large of a team and, and that little. Yeah, you know. yeah. So I mean, some
1: some schools um, they have they they sometimes have a little bit smaller teams. Like they'll go maybe eight or nine guys. Um, but I've also seen I've also seen teams uh travel with like 25 guys so i mean that's, really it's, wow. uh yeah it's it, it would be tough to plan a golf team with 25 guys and you know five travel to each tournament um yeah so, exactly but At the same time it's uh you'd be mentally strong if you're qualifying for all those all those events playing under pressure all the time so <laughs> yeah for sure I mean, the, guys the guys that are getting that the experience are. uh, or, uh says something about the guys that would be traveling to most of the events is that they're pretty solid players and they're pretty consistent so
0: yeah the team's good like uh i don't know how like you wondered obviously about like the development of the other guys right But yeah like, the team would be strong for sure right
1: yeah for sure and like uh i mean like i mean they would have some some events where they would bring a b and a c team so they would have 10 or 15 guys play in a tournament but uh like right. as far as b and c teams they're uh there would only be a couple of those a year. So it would, it would still be very competitive, you know, for qualifying Mm -hmm. and practicing and everything like that. So, um, yeah. So after my, uh, my first year, I, after winning, um, freshman of the year for, for the South Atlantic conference, I went in, um, sophomore year with maybe a little bit of a big head when I, when I look back on it. Um, yeah. And, uh, I ended up having it, a little overconfident. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe a little too overconfident. I, uh, I went in, I ended up having a, a very, very tough sophomore year. I, um I, you hear a lot of people talk of the sophomore slump and I think uh, the sophomore slump hit me pretty tough. Um, so I, I mean, I was, I was out there. I mean, I was still practicing. I was still working at it. Um, it just, the game just wasn't there. And I felt mentally like I just had no confidence in it. And, you know, it was very tough on me, you know, coming yeah. from playing so well my freshman year and playing very consistently to coming in my third year and feeling like pretty much like I, I lost my game. Um, so I ended up averaging, it was like just under 78 my second year. Um, right. And then third year, uh, we ended up bringing in a couple German guys um, who are very good players. Um, and we actually ended up having, uh, we, we had a very good team, um, my junior year. Um, so we, we were, we were in the top 10, top 15 for, you know, most of, most of the season. And we were, we were competing pretty much every tournament we were in, we were in kind of the top five. Um, so, so, you know, team morale was pretty high that year. And I also, I I had a, a very good junior year myself. Um, so the second, second event of the year. Um, myself and one of the German guys I mentioned, we, uh, we ended up tying for first and we went into a playoff against each other,
0: <laughs> right. um, two <so> <laughs> guys, uh, the same team. That, yeah. that
1: was quite the experience, uh, playing in a playoff against your own teammate. Um, so, so I think my coach was in a little bit of a tough position. He goes, listen, I'm, uh, I'm not going to coach you boys here. You know, you both played well this week, uh, but you're on your own for this. I just, I don't want to get kind of caught in the middle of anything. You know what I mean? um yeah so yeah we ended up uh playing a playoff which which was really weird but at the same time the only people that were watching were the guys on our team because obviously like the other teams were like okay these guys won the tournament and
0: uh yeah we don't really yeah like it's it's not really concerned guys we don't
1: really care um so so that part of it was like i don't know it was weird obviously you're nervous because you know you're in a playoff for your first college win. And, you know, that's something you dream of for most of your life playing golf. Um, but yeah, so I ended up, uh, I made a six foot birdie putt um, on the very first, very first hole to win. So that was, uh, that was probably, probably nice. one of the highlights of my golf career, I will say.
0: Um, yeah, for sure. I can imagine you were pretty, uh, pretty pumped up. About yeah, that,
1: that was, uh, that was quite the night um, after <laughs> Um, <laughs> I can imagine yeah so uh actually sorry I forgot to touch earlier so my my freshman year we came second in conference in the uh the conference tournament uh my sophomore year we didn't have a great team uh, but we also came second in conference uh we lost by one shot in the conference tournament. Um, so right. so five guys, three rounds,
0: and that that would have sent you to to like the national championship. Uh,
1: we would have, I assume, right, or, or or the regionals. Regionals, yeah. Um, okay. So it's uh it's kind of tough playing in the southeast region because that's where all the best golf is. So if you look at the top twenty five, uh, yeah, least, that's such a strong area, there, right? Um, it was like pretty much eighteen of the top twenty or like twenty two of the top twenty five were in our region. Um. So right. so it was a it was very tough to get into regionals and then to move on from regionals. I think it was top five out of 20 in regionals. we on to the national championship. So, I mean, it was, uh, we never ended up making it to nationals, which was unfortunate, but um, yeah, we, we played in a very, very tough region. So it was tough.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, well, it just could be anyone's day like that. day, yeah, Right. Yeah. hundred like,
1: percent. And so you know? um, my second year, we ended up losing that conference tournament by one shot. And it was just like, it was miserable conditions. It was like two degrees out the final day. Uh, it was like windy. Mm-hmm. It was sleeting. It was like kind of sleet rain the whole day. So it was very, very tough. And anyways, we ended up losing by one. So that was, uh, that was pretty hard for everybody to take. Um, and that might my, yeah, my senior sure. year when we had a very strong team. Same thing happened. We ended up losing the conference tournament by two shots. So, so the first three years I was down at school, I'm like second, 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 and lost by one and two shots, two of the three years. So I'm like, oh man, this is, this is brutal. So, uh, so my fourth year, um, we, uh, <clears throat> one of those, one of the uh, the German guy that I played in the playoff against, he uh, he ended up graduating the third year, uh, sorry, after my third year. So fourth year, we kind of went in. We didn't have as many expectations fourth year. We knew, we knew we weren't going to be quite as good. Um, but anyways, we we had a fair. We had a couple younger guys in the lineup, but we had a, a decent team. We competed in a few tournaments, and then a few tournaments we were kind of back back a little bit. Um, but I had a good year myself as well. Yeah. Um, and ended up, I got uh, my second college win um, in my senior year down in uh, at Lander University in South Carolina. Um, so so that was uh that was another one of the highlights of my golf career for sure um and then uh we we didn't play well in the conference tournament so i think we ended up finishing fourth my senior year so never unfortunately never got a conference championship but uh right we we had the battles for three of those years anyway so
0: yeah that's tough man like With, like, with the ball that I played, it was the same thing. It was such a competitive area. Like, it was – like, we were in Virginia, so, like, you know, like, golf – pretty much golf, basketball, and uh, baseball were, like, kind of the sports, I guess, and I guess football as well, but, like – It was uh, tough. Yeah. Like, you know, if you don't, if you don't happen to show up on that day and it's just like a tournament, right? Like, you know, it's not like, it's not, you're not playing like a series or something, right. Where you have, Oh, oh, we'll get them next time type thing. It's just kind of a one day. This is, this is all it is. Right.
1: So that was kind of the feeling we got. I think, uh, I think we were maybe putting a bit too much pressure on ourselves, you know, maybe, you know, like our third year coming in, we're like, okay, we're going to blow everyone out of the water. We're the best team here. But then at, and then the first day gets canceled so it got shortened to uh to a 2-day tournament and then and oh, then we did, we didn't geez. end up playing well the first day so we're like okay boys like we we got to go out this second day and we got to bring it or we're not going to we're not going to be winning this thing yeah. so it's uh i think we kind of just went out there with a little bit little bit extra tension in maybe in the shoulders and in the grip when you're standing over the over the ball so it yeah. uh
0: I well, imagine, like it, at that at that like level too, it it takes uh, you know one guy to have a bad round kind of thing to kind yeah, of yeah,
1: hundred percent. So
0: you know, kind of not, not below it, or I'm not gonna not, say that below, it, below the team, it, but but yeah,
1: but, uh, yeah so the uh, like in a
0: way, um, and that's just the nature of golf, right? Like you said earlier, like you can have the best round of your life, and the next yeah, day it feels go, like yeah. you've never picked up a club. I just
1: feel like it's lost. Yeah, it was, uh, and and it's also it's it does put a lot of pressure on you. Um, so with five guys in the tournament. Uh, you get to drop the worst score each day. So you still have to count four or five. So, I mean, if one guy has a bad right. day, okay. But then the other four got to play real well.
0: Yeah, exactly. It puts, puts added yeah. pressure on them. One guy just yeah, absolutely, sure. you know, hits the bed. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Did you ever get on any, any of your buddies about that down there at all? Did you ever get on any, any of the guys, um, that, you know, maybe didn't have the greatest day?
1: Um, no, like,
0: like with it, like within yeah, reason, of within, course, within right. Reason, like you're not going
1: Um, for sure. But I mean, usually typically if somebody has a bad day, like they, they know themselves, they've had a bad day and like, they kind of, they kind yeah, of I feel like they've yeah. let the, the team down a little bit in a sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well it's
0: such an individual sport i I forget that right because like my experience would just be you know just you know not tearing into a guy but you know you've been part of a hockey team and everything like that and you've been part of of other team sports uh, right so
1: like during the time like at the tournament if a guy has a tough day you know you sit down kind of have a conversation with you know what was going on today like what didn't feel good whatever and you know you just try and reinforce positive thoughts into them as much as you can while you're at the tournament and then you know if he has a good day the next day and then you're at practice the next week then then you maybe give him a bit of shit you know what I
0: mean yeah yeah for sure wait till he's had a couple beers later, <laughs> yeah. Right? You know? yeah
1: wait till he takes the edge off and then give him some shit
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah just get him just get him just absolutely wasted and then just permanent marker put the old you <laughs> suck on his forehead or something
1: <laughs> oh that would be. That would be a tough one.
0: <laughs> yeah. As long as he's got, can't fall asleep with the shoes yeah. on. Right.
1: Yeah. That's a big no, no for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, no, it sounds like, uh, you know, just like, you know, just because of that the one bad year, it sounds like overall, or, or sorry, like, you know, you had the one kind of rough yep. sophomore year, but other than that, it sounds like your experience yeah, was very yeah, positive. O- right.
1: Overall, I would, it was, uh, it was an unbelievable experience. Um, I, uh, I, I wouldn't trade the experience I had for, for anything in the world. So I, I'm, uh, I'm extremely thankful for, you know, I mean, for four years, my life was pretty much a joke. I was, I was just going to, I was going to class and my responsibilities were pass your courses and uh, go play a bunch of golf. So like, that's, yeah. that's, that's the best life in the world. If you ask me, I, I, yeah, I'd do anything it, feels feel like it feels like you're, it feels like you're, you're play playing a sport for a living, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's um, yeah. <laughs> it's just nice to relive it sometimes too, right? Yeah, do you still uh, keep in touch yeah. with some of your buddies yeah, down still, there and everything um, like
1: that? I still have a couple group chats with a few of the boys. Um, we, uh, you know, we we still
0: any uh, any uh, red eyes to Germany on the agenda?
1: So that's uh, I've I've been I've been promising them since they first came to Wingate that I would eventually get a trip over to Germany. So uh, so once COVID's yeah. once covid passes and we're you know allowed to do some traveling again i think i've uh, that's yeah, on your list oh yeah i've i've got a euro trip planned for sure and um it was uh you know what it was it was a pretty cool experience as well we ha- we had guys from all over the place um that i played with in my four years so in my four years we played i played with uh four german guys um a guy from england uh one from sweden uh, two from Brazil and I'm wow. forgetting anyone else. My apologies if I'm forgetting anyone else, but uh, yeah, we, we had quite the diverse lineup of guys. So it was, it was pretty cool. So I'm uh, I'm hoping that when I get over, it
0: was, you had to have some, some local products yep. too, though, right? Yeah, like... For
1: sure. There was uh, how many guys would there have been? There was, there was usually three or four guys a year, kind of from within, within the States. And I played with a couple other um, Canadian guys. Um, in in my four years there as well. So, so yeah, it was. Uh, whenever I get over to Germany, I'm I'm hoping I can make a maybe maybe make a quick stop in in England and Sweden to see a couple of the other guys as well. So,
0: yeah, fingers crossed.
1: COVID passes and we can all get our vaccinations here pretty soon.
0: I know we just need to roll up the old sleeve we need to. It'll it will be it won't be too long. Yeah, I you know. Yeah, I, I think, think uh, they're
1: saying September as of right now that they're hoping our kind of our age group's going to get, get the vaccination. But, uh, I don't know. I may be a little skeptical now. I think it'll be a little bit later, but either way. Uh,
0: yeah, I want to, yeah, exactly. I, I believe it. to yeah. see it type thing.
1: I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see it to believe it rather. Cause I'm, uh, I'm ready to do a little bit of traveling. I, uh, I was good. My first, my first couple of years after school, I was down in North Carolina, you know, visiting a few of the guys again, I think I got down there two or three mm-hmm. times after school. Um, but I haven't been down there in just over two years now, so I'm uh, I'm kind of itching to get back down there as well.
0: Yeah, See some no,
1: my for old sure. and you know some of the.
0: What was uh? What was one of the weirdest things about being uh? Like down there, like did you find it was like not? A, I mean, obviously the culture isn't you know significantly yeah. different, but um, like when I went down to Virginia, like there was you know, some things that were just like, it just seemed so different, you know, um, cause you know, it's a different country yeah, obviously, but, I was, and I know uh, that Virginia and North Carolina are close, I, but I was
1: a little bit culture shocked. Uh, like when I first went down there, I noticed, uh, a lot of things are deep fried. <laughs> so I, I, I yeah. you know I ate, I ate a lot of deep fried food my first semester and, uh, my waistline clearly showed I put on 20, my first,
0: my first year, <laughs> Oh, um, oh man! I but yeah. I mean, other than that, like I had the freshman twenty-five, like something like that, like, easy. I said I had a freshman twenty-five, oh, yeah. easy. The uh, but it was I was mostly from beers. From, from yeah. Me, oh, man. I I was so. the
1: same way. I was I was kind of eating. I mean, so I had a I had a meal plan at the calf, so it was it was pretty easy for me to go in there and treat it as if I was eating three buffets a day, as opposed to like oh, just for going sure. to eat breakfast, going to eat lunch. Like I was going to three buffets a day plus. I mean you have you have pints on Friday and Saturday and then all of a sudden that uh, that belt loops a couple couple notches looser.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're trying on the shorts in the spring you're like what the fuck oh, yeah. happened like yep. we, uh, yeah the uh you
1: know what it it was brutal but
0: but their their buffets are uh, are like I don't know like just like you know the buffets here I feel like there's more healthy yeah. options. I feel like down there they have the healthy options but like it just much smaller percentage yeah. of the menu yeah, you know I what totally i mean
1: agree. did uh did you ever get into grits did you ever get uh eating grits when you were down there oh yeah, Do I you? love
0: grits man they were unreal the, the sausage and like the sausage and gravy the biscuits uh, biscuits and gravy i uh I,
1: I never yeah. got into the grits or the the biscuits and gravy though that was that was two things like
0: oh you I couldn't
1: really get into
0: you you were you were on the sweet tea diet oh yeah you were on the sweet I, tea I, diet. I love
1: sweet tea for sure. So. <laughs> And I, I'm sure if your uh, if year old teammates that are from down, you know, in that area hear me say that I don't like grits and biscuits and gravy, they're probably like, who is this fucking pigeon? This guy's irrelevant.
0: <laughs> yeah, go, go eat some fucking Canadian bacon, <laughs> bud. You know? <laughs> like, they don't, they don't know what female is yeah. either, right? Like, 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 our, like, to me, like, our, Canadian you know, bacon Canadian, is Canadian bacon is like female and bacon, Canadian right? Canadian bacon down there yeah. is just
1: like a fried piece of ham, pretty much.
0: It's pretty, it's pretty nasty. I, I avoided <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, I stuff. wasn't huge on either. But, uh, yeah. Oh man, I used to get so much shit for being oh, Canadian yeah. though. Like it's so, it was, it was pretty funny. Cause like, I wasn't the only one actually, one of my buddies, um, uh, to Donnie, but, uh, he, uh, my, my, some of my friends up here have met him cause he's from Ajax. Oh yeah. And, uh, so we were both down there together and we both happened to like room together. We got stuck in a yeah. room. And we got stuck in a room with a local guy. I'm not going to mention his name, but he was just an absolute clown. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah, I was uh... like, you'd come
0: in, and uh, he would, oh, he was, he, his dad, like, walked around the first time I met his dad. So I'm moving my stuff in, and, you know, he's helping me move in, which was nice of him at the time. And that's probably the nicest thing he ever did for me, yeah. anyway. <laughs> but, um, he got kicked off the team actually after about three weeks. So that's oh, a different no. story. But three weeks. The first time I met his dad, um yeah, we're moving stuff in and uh his dad's got a pistol on his hip. Did you ever see anybody oh, down there man. with walking I, around I like I
1: think that was the craziest thing? We uh we used to go to this um this restaurant right by Wingate. It was it was everybody's favorite spot. It was uh it was a Mexican restaurant called I, I don't honestly I don't even know. The real name of it, but we call yeah. it Sketch Max. Um and <laughs> there was there was a guy sitting there eating dinner uh or maybe it was lunch. I don't know. Th- lunch or dinner, uh he's with his wife and his two kids, and he's just got a pistol on his hip, like right at right at the table. And I was yeah. I was just like, This is the craziest thing. Like, how many enemies do you have? Why do you why do you have to have uh a, a pistol yeah, seriously, on your hip man. while you're just going to hit- eat with your family
0: he's t- he's tapping the beer glass with a pistol for another <laughs> beer yeah,
1: i'll take another one i'll take another <laughs> one now
0: <laughs> yeah get on it right away <laughs> that's funny yeah it's 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 pretty shocking to see that um he uh he was a nice guy his dad was nice um but uh yeah like it's just weird and, and we go to the ball game and you know we we actually had a decent fan base like in martinsville there yep. where i went to school and um like, a, just, like, a strong local, like, community, I guess. So, kind of... Baseball was kind of, like, this town's yeah. thing, I, I, I would say, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, like, he'd see the crowd. And it was just... It's just, like, I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, country-ish people, I guess, you know? Yeah. But um, it's, like, amplified to, like, a different extent, yeah, for you sure. know? And, like, they got the shotguns in, like, the back part of their truck, <laughs> like, in the back window. And then they're walking around, you know, carrying a pistol. It's just yeah, different.
1: Yeah, yeah, that... Actually, for you know, them, like that, th- that they all felt safe and normal and you kind of used to culture shock for me was how many people walk around with with guns or have, you know, a handgun in their car that because I mean, I don't I don't know if I know anybody in Canada who would who would ever have anything like that. So that was that was kind of one thing like back to the culture shock that uh, that was pretty eye opening for me, at least.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So was there, like you mentioned the Mexican restaurants, was there, was there a strong like Mexican, like uh, presence there in like, not presence, but like Um, um, there there was, there was a large, like a pretty diverse, like culture, like pretty diverse, um, like mixture of people where I was. was, uh, And there was a lot of Mexican restaurants around that area.
1: There was a good number of Mexican restaurants um, kind of within like 15 minutes of Wingate. Um, And, and that was like, I feel, I feel like that was everybody's favorite food down there. We, we used to go to Mexican restaurants all the time and they were just, I, I love them. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wish we had yeah. more here to be honest. That was, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, got, it's, um...
0: I, I really grew to love it down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, buddy. So, um, kind of like, you know, shifting subjects here. Yep. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you this, like, I know you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier and you talked about like, you know, the mental kind of stuff, Um, but um, like what's it like to return home and like, you know, it's, you're still able to play the game. Like it's not quite the same level, but is it ever frustrating for you? Like sometimes when you can't maybe play as well as you want Uh, to, or does that ever cross your mind at all?
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, I, I played a good amount of golf last year. Um so i th- I think I probably played between fifty and sixty rounds last year, so so my game was actually yeah my game a lot was solid um, but I, I don't practice like I used to I used to practice for hours and hours and hours when I was at school, whereas now I'm just like just kind of show up and I go. um, so the yeah. biggest thing I noticed
0: quick quick warm, a couple of wedges oh, and a couple of drivers of the time
1: I show up and I'm on the team. I'm just a couple practice swings and then go and then I'm stretching in the fairway. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the, the biggest thing or the biggest place in my game that I notice it. Uh, my short game's not as good as it was. So my my kind of my touch and my feel around the greens with my wedges mm-hmm. isn't quite as good. Obviously, when you're not practicing putting several times a week like I was before, yeah. you you notice it there. Um, but to be completely honest, like my my driver and my irons, I still strike them probably just as well as when i was at school but uh, i i really noticed it in my short game
0: um yeah just like you said like it's the fine tuning of like the different like there's so many different yeah, shots you can hit just, around the green a or of so many different pots right with
1: the short game and if you're not mm-hmm. practicing it very regularly it's it's uh it's usually yeah. the first thing to go you, for you first. gotta stay you gotta
0: stay tuned up really. yeah for sure like it's it's hard to stay tuned up yeah. if like you were but uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like muscle memory, yeah, you can just, uh, you know, you still have the iron driver's yeah. thing, right?
1: And I notice I, I uh, my I mean, I I was never a great putter uh, overall, but I, I really notice it now. I'm just like, some days I'll I'll drive the ball excellent. I'll strike the ball awesome with my irons and my wedges, and then I'll get on the green and I'll just, I feel like I can't make anything. And I'm like, man, this.
0: Got a cinder, a cinder block oh, on the end God. of your shaft.
1: Brick hands on the green. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i got that too but that's completely unrelated (laughs) um yeah so um yeah a couple of things man like i wanted to i wanted to ask you just i kind of wanted to pick your brain on this because i've kind of become like you know more of a fan of golf like as like you know after i was done with my stuff with my ball and stuff golf was kind of something i wanted to pick up and something i have really enjoyed and just a couple, just a couple, like, you know, topics I wanted to kind of touch on and, and just kind of get your stance on them and your thoughts. Yep. Um, so like, you know, I know that uh, I, I actually just watched the, you know, the Arnold Palmer Invitational on TV, yep. the finish to that. And, and Bryson DeChambeau yep. won. Um, and he, he's had that big push for, you know, distance in the yep. game, right? He's, he put on the muscle and he put on the, the extra swing speed and the speed and to generate the, he, he, uh... you know, like, I guess, I guess the philosophy is like, you know, if I hit it over all the trouble, And I have, and if I'm in the rough, but I'm 120 yards, and then the next guy's hit. Doesn't matter if he's in the fairway; he's still you know 40 yards behind me. I'm closer, so I'm, so I'm in a better spot, right? Like, what do you what do you think about uh, that? Does that you know kind of like? To be
1: completely honest, I love it. A lot of people, a lot of people clown Bryson and they say, "Oh, this guy's," you know, "I don't like what he's doing for the game. This is taking away from the integrity of the game." Blah blah blah. But I mean, to be honest, I I love it. We, uh, whenever I was at school, we would always kind of, I, I, I don't want to say have a competition between the boys on the team, but everyone was, was always trying to hit it the longest on the team. So, so honestly, I respect that part from Bryson. Um, And, and you know what, yeah. I, I, I have nothing but respect for him and what, what he does and how he analyzes the golf game. I mean, he, he realized that, you know, listen, if, if you hit it 350 yards off the tee versus, 300 that's gonna leave you a hell of a lot shorter distance into the hole and
0: mm-hmm. i mean
1: he as as you can tell he's uh he's worked out like a fiend in the last uh, how long has it even been two two and a half
0: three years now yeah like man he he, he, pretty, he pretty much transformed himself like during the COVID yeah. lockdown yeah, like I mean, he's, uh, and then like when they when they reopened um like i think you know kind of from like february end of february until like i can't remember when the golf restart happened i think it was around may yeah and he yeah he was like 20 maybe 15 pounds heavier like it was pretty aggressive so I think
1: from from when he turned pro till now I think he's gained 40 pounds um and yeah I mean he's uh I don't know I I personally have a lot of respect for him you know he's he's such a great thinker of the golf game so I mean I I have nothing bad to say about him you know putting on yeah. a bunch of weight, getting stronger. Yeah. I think he's, I think out, he's really interesting. And then just bombing the ball. Like I, to be honest, I, I kind of love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, like he's, it, what amazes me is, you know, everything he does is like deliberate. Like there's a reason why oh, yeah. he's gone to the one length clubs. There's a reason why he's doing this because he thinks he can gain an advantage, but yeah. like, and, and you, know, you know, I
1: think a lot of people you know, don't think golf that way. And he's just trying to think of the best way that he can do to, to make his swing more repeatable. And, you know, I exactly. personally, I don't love the idea of having all your clubs the same length as a seven iron because to me personally, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I mean, if you have a wedge in your hand, it's, you're not seeing how far you can hit it. That's, that's a hundred percent feel. So to me, a wedge should be shorter, uh, than a seven iron, but I mean, right. at the same time, if, if you've got a little bit shorter, longer irons, then, then you also have a little bit more feel there. Um, so I, I don't know. I maybe not. Yeah. Huge like it's, it's, it's hit or miss, right? Same length irons. Um, but I mean, as far as what he's doing for distance and doing whatever he can to gain distance, I personally love it.
0: Yeah. Like it, it's, I kind of agree with you, man. Like I, like I you know, I, one thing I do, I do see the other side is like, you know, it kind of does take away from some golf courses because yeah. it can't, like he could just kind of blow it by yeah, everything. But just, at the same time, like.
1: That, uh,
0: He's just evolved. It's just, he's just evolving yeah. basically. Yeah. Right. Like, which is a natural thing for every sport. So I like yeah. it too. Yeah.
1: Um, If you look at the, what's, what's that par five um, at Bay Hill, the, the dog leg left over the, over the water. Did you see his drive the other day?
0: Yeah, I think it's number, uh, I want to say 15, I think.
1: Yeah. I can't even remember what hole it was. Honestly, I don't watch as much golf as, as I used to, but so I, so I don't know the hole off the top of my head, but, Anyways, he was saying yeah. it's, I think he was saying it's 350 or 360 to carry the water.
0: And he, oh, that one. That's hole number six. Sticks. Hole number sticks, six. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he stood yeah.
1: up there the other day and, well, he did it today as well and hit like a 380-yard drive right over the water. And, and, I mean, he's got, what, 60 yards into a par five?
0: I know, it's a joke. <laughs> like, it's actually crazy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is crazy to me. But, you know, what, what he's doing for the game, I think it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's not breaking any rules, so I think he, well within any any anything he can do the confines of the game. I think he's yeah he's just being smart and gaining the advantage. Yeah, and I
1: so, I mean if if you look at the rest of his game, I mean he's an unbelievable putter. He's got a great short game, so it's not like he just hits the ball as far as he can and he's he's not a yeah he's, he's not, not a, just a some donkey out there that you know. I mean he's he's the first guy to win multiple. He's not defense. like happy more yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, man, that's, yeah. I, I, you know, I completely agree with what you have to say there. And, um, you know, like, I know we talked about this, uh, you know, in one of our prior conversations too, but like like Spieth is uh, finally starting to come back on which, a bit, which I love yeah, to see him do well. I, uh, He's I, my favorite I, by I far.
1: I I've, I've always liked Jordan Spieth. Um, I mean, a lot of guys, similar to Bryson, a lot of guys seem to hate on Jordan Spieth. And, you know, whatever. You see all the success he had when he was young, you know, winning the, the green jacket um you know winning a couple majors early on his career and then seeing him struggle over the last couple years I mean it's 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 very tough and I can only imagine how tough it's been for him I mean having all that success so early in his career now I mean he's been three and a half years without a win so I mean that's uh that's that's mentally exhausting
0: well Stoner like like one thing that you like mentioned before like with your career at Wingate like you had that that early success you know the first year and then your and then your second year, and I meant to ask you this earlier too. But how how did you end up, you know, kind of snapping back your third year? How um, was that? Uh, I should have asked you that that's earlier. A, but...
1: That's a good question. Um, I uh, so when I got home for the summer, I was uh, I didn't play much golf. To be completely honest, I think I I just right. needed like a month or two to just kind of get away from the game, just kind of reset. Um, and then
0: hit the sauce a little bit too. What's that? said so hit the sauce, but I can, can <laughs> a little bit at the bar. Yeah. One time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah. Honestly, Not to throw you I, under the uh, bus. I, I took like a month or two off when I got home just to kind of a hard reset. And then once July came around and, you know, you go back to school, kind of the middle of August. Um, I mean, so once once July came around, I started playing again. And uh, I, I was playing a lot of money games with guys at Korthy, you know, just kind of, all right, we'll play you. 20, 20 on the front, 20 on the back, 20 overall. And uh, once once I started playing better and got a little bit of confidence and uh, I don't know, I just, I kind of came to school in my third year and it was kind of the same as my freshman year. I played really solid in the first tournament and then all of a sudden I just, I had the confidence back and then, uh, right. yeah, I, I played I played really, really solid my my junior year. So I, I don't know if it was maybe just a hard reset taking a month or two off.
0: And, I think it can do wonders for your mental, just, you know, like your mental health like around yeah. the game, yeah, right? I, I like mean, it's, it's, it can be honestly, such a, it's,
1: it's mentally exhausting when, when you're putting in the time and you're grinding for hours and hours and hours and you get out onto the golf course in the tournament and you feel like you can't hit the fairway or you feel like you cannot make like a five foot putt. It, it's honestly, it's mentally exhausting and it's very, very tough on you. So I think it was good for me to take that, you know, that month off and then, to add on to that playing really well my first tournament uh that my my junior year um yeah i think that just kind of did wonders for my confidence after that i'm like okay i i really can do this and then like right. like i said earlier that second tournament my junior year i ended up uh winning it individually so that was uh so kind of after after those first two events i'm like okay perfect we're uh we're set to go here for the rest of the year
0: right on so what you're saying is uh, you're going to give all the credit to the boys that you played the money games, all the money you took. from. Honest,
1: honestly, honestly, I, gave, I, I uh, gave it the confidence. I, I <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, that, I know that would, be, yeah. It, it's... Well, it's good competition, right? Cause you, it goes back to what you said and that you had the boys that were there that, oh, 100%, you know, were exactly. of the same caliber a player. It, you It are. makes
1: a huge difference when you have a bunch of good players around you. I mean, I, I would go ahead and assume it's the same with baseball. If you're, you know, if, if you're playing with with guys who are who are gassing it on the mound all the time i mean that's as as a hitter i would assume you know you kind of get used to seeing some speed and you know whatever like pushing pushing yourself you you just
0: hit you hit the nail on the head right there like to go from uh this is the first time you see like 90 miles an hour you're like holy (laughs) like it's unbelievable yeah like it's actually and people people think like like when I came back from the states, people would ask me, "Oh, so how hard do you throw?" And like they'd ask me, and they I, they'd say, "Like, oh, you feel like low 90s? I'd say, "Not even close." <laughs> like, like I've seen that, and that is like scary. And like what what you think is like eighty five is more like seventy five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of funny that yeah, way, but 100%. it's until you actually see it, and you're and you see it to believe it. So yeah, man. Like I I totally you know what you yeah, mean. Yeah.
1: So so I, I mean, when you're surrounded by that, and you've got somebody who's. Uh... Like I, I've got like three or three or four guys I play with at Corsa that are, like, real solid players. Like they're, they're, uh, they're better than scratch. They'd be plus two, plus three, plus four handicaps.
0: So right. I mean, yeah, when, well. when
1: you're playing day in and day out with guys like that, you know they're bombing it, and you know they're they hit the ball very good. They got the sh- they got the good short game, everything, and you're like, okay, this is uh, this is what I got to compare myself to, or I got to be better than these guys. So that's uh, it, yeah, it. it it drives you for sure
0: yeah it's definitely nice to maintain that competitive like nature even yeah, as yeah. you kind of get older 100%. and stuff right like it it keeps you uh, it just makes it more entertaining yeah. you know it's nice to be able to lock in and and, and compete yeah, for sure. still and like i right? think
1: another thing so i mean if you're playing a guy for 50 bucks around 60 bucks around and you're coming in on the back nine and you know you're trailing by one and you're on the 16th tee like you're getting a little bit anxious because at the time like 50 bucks like was a lot of money um yeah man. So, so i feel like it's good to kind of get yourself into situations where you maybe feel a little bit anxious which would kind of resemble what you would feel you know on the 16th hole of like a big tournament where you're trait where you're kind of chasing the lead or 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 you have that one shot lead you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm. yeah no I, I i play my buddies for like a beer and i get nervous <laughs> you know <laughs> but mo- mostly because i don't want to see them like you know, I don't. I don't want to see them drink it and enjoy it, yeah, and you don't not just see sitting the there, and like on their
1: face when they're looking at you. And I know. And oh my shoulders. god. <laughs> Thanks, buddy.
0: I absolutely hate that. Got a couple. Got a couple guys that really like to rub it in too. Which is, it's, it's all in yeah, good fun. Yeah, that's but all part of the band. In the moment, you're expecting. just like you fucking bastard. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I get it. I got, I got a few friends. Uh, if, if they ever take, take some money off your take, get some, win some pints off you that day when you're playing golf. They're always the first ones to just walk up right beside you and open it right yeah. next to your ear. Oh, All this free beer is gonna yeah. taste good.
0: Like, oh fuck! Or you, you go out that night and the uh, beers are on stoner boys. Let's go. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, uh, I I live for that banter though. I love it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. It makes it fun, right? Like yeah, it's, for sure. it's that's that's the most important thing, obviously, too. But yeah, yeah, that's great, man. No, um, so. Thanks a lot, uh, Stoner for coming on. I got nothing else to really ask you. I, I, you know, this is kind of a dumb question, but is there any other stories or anything? Anything else you want to share about your experience no. or anything that kinda of comes to mind? I kinda of put you on the spot here a little bit. Ooh. But what about uh, like so like some of the boys that were on your team, like who was the biggest clown? Was there a guy that you know would uh, liven the guys up? Was there like oh, okay. one just kinda of, okay. like class clown so, kind so, of guy I, there? I got one. So
1: we had uh, when what it was it was after a tournament one night. Um, and I think the boys played pretty well. One of, uh, one of the guys on our golf team, he, uh, he was, we were, he was walking from party to party or whatever, um, and walked past a safety campus or a campus safety vehicle. And, uh, he, he opened up the door and realized that it was unlocked. So he went in and he grabbed one of the walkie talkies out of there. And he w- he was calling in, uh, He, he was all boiled and he's calling in, uh, he's calling in a fighter jet to land, um, (laughs) on campus. (laughs) And he didn't realize that, uh, that this walkie talkie was, uh, connected to every sheriff's, every sheriff in, in the County that our school was in. (laughs) So, so the cops ended up showing up and, uh, of course they caught him and, you know, he, uh, he got in quite a bit of shit and, I think he ended up spending the night in jail. <laughs> Jeez, so, man. So moral of Did... The story, don't uh don't call in fighter jets uh after yeah. after you steal a walkie-talkie from uh, campus safety.
0: <laughs> was it the uh Was it the uh the, the Swedish guy? Uh no. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't know what to do here. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Swedish guy. Was,
0: uh... I don't speak English, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah it was uh it was one of the North Carolina boys and uh god god love them cuz we still laugh our ass off about that story to this day it's uh it's it's probably one of the funniest stories that I uh yeah and you know I kind of felt bad cuz I was I was third or fourth year and uh you know I had a couple of the guys going what the fuck's going on and like I didn't even hear about any of this till the morning so I don't know I maybe felt like a little bit of a bad teammate that I couldn't have helped them or you know
0: yeah, kept, you were already passed kept, out with your shoes on.
1: <laughs> no, no shoes were on.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. Uh, that's that's good. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's always nice to have those stories now. You know, you look yeah, back, but uh, at the yeah, time, you're just like, "Holy fuck!" So
1: funny. Yeah, we uh, yeah. we we had a lot of a lot of fun, but we also, you know, we worked very hard at the same time. So I think uh, that that just made it all part of the experience, and you know, that's why. I, I wouldn't have changed anything. So, you know, I, I, uh, I had an unbelievable time in my four years and, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So,
0: yeah, that's awesome, buddy. Yeah. You got lifelong friends, yeah, great experiences yeah, and uh, lots of, of stories to tell. With, right. Uh, so
1: still keep in touch with, you know, a bunch of the guys that I played golf with and a bunch of guys I used to live with, um, down there. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Stoner for coming on. Yeah, man. of course. Um, leads, uh, we'll have to, uh, get hooked up for around a round, uh, golf this absolutely, summer I'd and, love that. Uh, you can show off uh, you know just absolutely ripping driver all over the place okay <laughs> so listen I've, I've
1: been doing yoga so i got a uh, little bit little bit more mobility in the hips and the shoulders so I gotta, oh i, get, I, be I see this year
0: You're just gonna be like the elastic man out there <laughs> just l- limbering up just super loose yeah, right, i like right, it Ryzen that's good
1: inspired me yeah
0: the old, nah, just yeah, kidding i'm not putting you. on
1: 40 pounds
0: <laughs> yeah hop on some sauce real quick before yeah. the season yeah
1: i'm i'm trying to cut down the barrel now and i'll put it back on
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> <laughs> i feel you man I'm, I'm the same boat.
1: yeah it uh, covid
0: 15 it hit us just like the yeah, freshman 15 yeah, right
1: real yeah. yeah that's that's real life stuff right there that's for sure <laughs> yeah
0: it doesn't help when the metabolism slows yeah. down either
1: yeah we all we all learn that you know sooner or later in our life I learned at my first year of university, so. university.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you adjusted fast. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, yeah, buddy. Of course. Um, uh,
1: thanks for having me. That was, that was fun. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good thing what you're doing, you know, have some of the guys on share their experiences whenever. So yeah. Just yeah. Awesome thanks man. You. Yeah.
0: I'd like to get a decent amount of Peterborough guys on here. I'd like yeah. to, because um, like, you know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, and, that I know that played like, you know, like there's a lot of different guys that played like hockey and, yeah. and uh, golf obviously. And, and a lot of lacrosse guys. Yeah, and, there's, you know, uh, there's for
1: a, how little of a town, well, well, relatively how, how small of a town Peterborough is, they uh, there's been quite, a, quite a lot of guys who have gone down and, you know, played in the States, played, played yeah, to been, been a lot of, uh, well. a lot of
0: successful athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Yeah, sounds good. We'll be in touch. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thanks again,
0: man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming on. talk to you later. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to that episode. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Stoner. Um, So I wanted to talk just briefly about kind of where my direction of this podcast is going to kind of go. I'm going to try and pump out at least uh, one episode a week. Uh, If not every week, it might be closer to two, every two weeks type thing. So uh, it's still a learning experience for me. I'm still enjoying it a lot. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback, uh, you know, from the few listeners that I do have, so uh, you guys seem to be enjoying it, so I'm going to keep pumping out some episodes for you. Uh, Look for one per week, you know, some weeks, some, uh, you know, every two weeks might be two, but uh, I'll do the best I can. Thanks for uh, listening, guys, and uh, have a great week.